from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, security gang. Welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast. Thank you for being here with us this morning. I'm obviously not in my natural habitat, that being our infamous studio. Instead, I'm on the road. And so giving you this special episode today, Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. We've got a lot to talk about today. A lot happening, including some major takedowns, some really interesting types of attacks, as well as some significant vulnerabilities you want to pay attention to if they exist in your environment this morning. So without further ado, join me this morning for a coffee cup cheers. But before we do that, go check out our Substack, jamesazar.substack.com. Exclusive content only goes on Substack. Nowhere else. Nowhere else, only on our Substack. Go check it out. Some great articles, uh, a whole bunch of, of, of exclusive contents only there, jamesazar.substack.com. And now join me for a coffee cup cheers, y'all. Coffee cup cheers. It's a bit more room temperature today. Just going to say, because I had to get it and I forgot to pack my travel mug. I get a bad one on that one. All right. Let's go ahead and kick off with Good Guys Prevail, where law enforcement agencies from 10 different countries disrupted the notorious Lockbit ransomware gang in a massive takedown operation called Operation Kronos. According to a banner displayed on the Lockbit Data Leak website, the site is now under the control of the National Crime Agency of the UK. The uh, UK is working closely with the FBI and International Law Enforcement Task Force, as the banner reads. They can confirm that all the services have been disrupted as a result of an international law enforcement action, and this is an ongoing and developing operation. While the leak site is no longer accessible, showing the seizure banner embedded below or unable to connect errors, saying the connection was refused, some of the gang's other dark sites are still up. Uh, the NCA can confirm that logbit services have been disrupted as a result of international law enforcement action. So there's that, and you can kind of see the countries that were part of this, the U.S., U.K., Germany, France, Japan, Finland, um, Netherlands, Sweden, Australia, Canada, Switzerland, and so forth. So a international task force to take down the logbit ransomware as a service operators that have wreaked havoc on many, many victims. Police have also arrested two operators of the Lockbit ransomware gang in Poland and Ukraine that have created a decryption tool to recover encrypted files for free and seized over 200 crypto wallets after hacking the cybercrimes gang's server in an international crackdown. Two of the indictments were unsealed by the U.S. Justice Department against two additional Russian nationals, Artur Sangatov and Ivan Genetovich Kondrovich. Uh, aka Baster Lord, uh, for their involvement in the lock bit attack. Again, these indictments really mean nothing for the Russian nationals. There's no extradition. So as long as they remain in Russia or countries uh, without a U.S. extradition treaty, they'll be safe and sound. The lock, the global lock bit crackdown was coordinated by Operation Kronos, we just discussed moments ago. They've taken down 34 servers all in all. As part of the operation, they've uh, retrieved decryption keys from the seized lockbit servers, and now they're saying that if you are a victim, you can go to the No More Ransom portal to try and recover your uh, data if you haven't been able to do so. I mean, obviously, lockbit, they've been behind some infamous 
uh, ransomware attacks, including the legendary one against Colonial Pipeline, as well as multiple healthcare organizations, as well as many additional companies. So the internet world might be a little bit safer uh, today. Uh, Boeing sure is, the UK Royal Mail would be, Continental Automotive, and the Italian IRS are all grateful though maybe the italian people are so happy the irs has all of its files back today <laughs> but that's a different story all in all uh there's a uh a, a good uh kind of kickoff for the week here with the lockbit gang being taken down and an additional story israel's national airline is confirming the hostile elements attempted to take over commu uh, commu the communication network of an l air of an ll flight coming from phuket Thailand to Ben Gurion International Airport. In the most recent incident, the national airline has confirmed that hostile elements intended to take over communication network of an LL plane from Phuket, Thailand to Ben Gurion Airport, causing it uh, to divert to its destination. Hostile element contacted the pilots twice on the intercepted communications. Um, the aircraft was reportedly flying over an area inhabited by Iranian-backed Houthis, sources claim, and that the hack may have been the work of a Somaliland group. Somaliland is a country in the Horn of Africa. Elal pilots became suspicious and decided to ignore the sudden change in instructions and switch to another communication channel to double-check the rat with air traffic controllers. The airline confirmed that the pilots are trained to spot and mitigate threats. And again, this kind of goes to situational awareness, training, a whole lot more. This could have been a disaster. That would have been a plane with, you know, it's a 777, so it probably had at least 250 people on board. Uh, it would have been Entebbe version 2.0 uh, in 2024. So um, there's that. It didn't disrupt any normal course of the flight because of the pilot's awareness. Uh, aircraft safety is significantly uh, becoming more and more of a threat. And obviously this one just heightens the fact that that was there as well. Again, LL's fleet is predominantly Boeing jets. So just keep that in mind as well micros up to 97,000 microsoft exchange server may still be vulnerable to the critical severity privilege escalation flaw cve 2024-21410 we talked about this flaw last week microsoft addressed the issue uh, on february 13th when it already began to be leveraged as a zero day currently around 28,500 servers remain identified as vulnerable and because of this so again we talked about Exchange. This is Exchange, uh, Microsoft Exchange 2019. These are on-prem servers predominantly. The security issue is a remote unauthenticated attacker can perform an NTLM relay attack on the Exchange server and then escalate privileges. So this is a significant uh, force uh, there as well. Germany, the US, UK, France, Austria, Russia, Canada, and Switzerland all have thousands of servers still available online. So if you are one of those people who is using this, please, please, please ensure you get that addressed. An Android banking trojan named Anatasa has evolved and it's now uh, and its attacks are now more targeted according to Threat Fabric. Active for roughly four years, Anatasa can target more than 600 mobile banking applications worldwide. It infects devices via malicious drop droppers uploaded to Google Play. Three identified droppers have amassed roughly 30,000 installs via the application store in June of last year. The malware can take over infected devices, allowing its operators to perform various actions on behalf of the victims, including fraudulent transactions. This campaign that started in November of 2023, attackers expanded their targeting to Slovakia, Slovenia, and, Ch and Czech Republic. 
uh, prompting dropper applications that often reach the top three new free applications in Google Play. And again, they can go to Fiverr, just have someone promote it. In those countries, it racks up because those are small populations. So, you know, pay $1,000, get it ranked in the top three. Most people will download it thinking it's real. And that's the challenge with the Google Play Store. Google hasn't addressed this. They, it's either they've got their heads buried in the sand or they're just extremely uh, not competent when it comes to the Google Play Store. Only the, these exist because they allow these applications to exist in their environment. And while they've got they've changed recent policies and they talk about, well, we've given real explanations and so forth, that doesn't help it. People do not pay attention. You almost have to protect the people from themselves. The Apple method of doing Apple apps works. It works. Just copy paste it, man. Really, it works. So. The malware develops, by the way, uh, developers implemented a multi-stage infection process that includes the downloading of a DEX file from a remote location and its dynamic loading in memory. They've identified these loaders as well. So if you're an Android user, be mindful of that. The notorious ransomware group known as Black Hat or Alpha V has taken credit for the recently disclosed cyber attacks impacting Loan Depot and Prudential Financials. Um, and so the case of the mortgage and non-mortgage lending firm has been known. Uh, I only share this story because now we officially know that Black Hat is the one behind these specific attacks. And so we'll see how that evolves there. The Cactus ransomware group behind the uh, Schneider Electric data breach claimed to have stolen 1.5 terabytes of data from that division of Schneider Electric again. This was just a small division within Schneider. This wasn't the whole company. This was their sustainability practice at Schneider Electric that was breached. Their networks were segmented. They've actually done a pretty decent job at doing that. Um, and so now we know Cactus uh, Ransomware Group is claiming to have stolen 1.5 terabytes uh, there. So we'll see kind of how that operates there. But just another uh, thing for us to pay attention to as we continue to follow that story. ESED released patches for a high severity vulnerability identified in several Windows-based security products, including consumer business and server security. The vulnerability CVE-2024-0353 has a CVSS score of 7.8 and was identified in the real-time file system protection feature of ESET's products, which handles file operation. A patch has been released. You wanna make sure to do that as well. And for our final story of the day, Attackers and hackers and criminals backed by Iran and the terrorist group Hezbollah stage cyber attacks designated to undercut public support for the Israel-Hamas war after the October 2023 attacks that killed 1,200 Israeli civilians where 134 hostages still remain held by the Hamas terror organizations. These cyber attacks included destructive attacks against key Israeli organizations, hack and leak operations targeting entities in Israel and the U.S., phishing campaigns designed to steal intel and information operation to turn public opinion against Israel. The hack and leak information operations remain a key component for the Iranians and Hezbollah as they attempt to create more public pressure on uh, Western governments that are supporting Israel's operation to uproot the evil that is the Nazi Hamas organization in Gaza. Cyber capabilities can be quickly deployed at a lower cost for the Iranian-affiliated groups. This one called Great Rift or Plaid Rain uh, is said to have propagated malware via fake missing person site visitors that have actually taken advantage of the situation in order to try to target victims uh, and families of those that have either been uh, brutally uh, murdered 
or kidnapped. The hacktivist personas named uh, Karma and Handela Hack have leveraged wiper malware strains such as the BB Windows malware and the BB Linux malware to chill wipe and cool wipe in order to stage destructive attacks against Israeli organizations. Again, this is all part of a greater attack on the state of Israel, and there's a whole bunch of stuff happening there as well. Um, so be mindful of what Iran is doing there with Hezbollah. Uh, all in all, we can see those uh, types of operations are just a preview to what could happen in the future. That's it for our show this morning. We'll be back tomorrow with a whole lot more. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in. And most importantly, stay cyber safe. We love feedback. So make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.